So USC's 10 and 1. Notre Dame's coming to town. And USC will be playing in the Pac 12 championship game in Las Vegas. What's not to be thankful about? You are Locked On Trojans, your daily podcast on the USC Trojans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Fight on, everyone. I am your host, Mark Hulkin, and thank you for making Locked On USC your first listen every day. And on this Thanksgiving holiday, it is a true very much thank you to everybody who has come along for the ride so far. Uh, I cannot be more thankful. So without you, this show doesn't exist. And if you are watching on YouTube and you haven't done so already, I'm going to keep reminding you, do me a favor and hit that subscribe button. It means a lot. And to those of you who already have, again, thank you. And a very happy Thanksgiving to everybody. This episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Okay, so here it is. It's the final game of final home game of the season, and uh, it's in less than three days. It's amazing how quickly 2022's football season has flown by. I guess when you're having a lot of fun, time flies, right? That's what they say. If you're not having fun this year, there's something wrong with you. Uh, seek help. Um, and, and that's what this episode is going to be all about. It's, it's saying thank you uh, to the players, to the coaches, and everyone who was involved for making 2022 a very special, special year. Uh, thank you to the Locked On and the We Are SC families uh, for making this this year, something very special for me. Uh, thank you. Shout out to Pete Arbogast uh, for seeing something in me and opening this door, this opportunity. Thank you, Pete. Very much appreciated. And I want to really give a heartfelt thank you to Mike Bone. And I know he's no longer part of the USC program, but Brandon Sosna for bringing Lincoln Riley to the USC football program. And as well, President Carol Folt, she signs the checks, so we got to give a special shout out. And by the way, um, for anybody who isn't aware of this, I actually told her thank you on the field a few games ago. So I was kind of put on the spot, but it's okay. It was it was due. Uh, I might not agree with everything, but uh, I agree with uh, her signing off on Lincoln Riley becoming USC's football head coach. I, I mean, it's been almost one full year and the, and the Trojans remember last year they were four and eight and they literally were being dragged across the finish line by, by players on this team that just to get the season over with almost not even a full year later. And this team looks like a championship caliber squad. They're playing for the Pac-12 championship. They're eight and one in conference, 10 and one overall. Um, so, and look, I don't want to hear any of that, that, that Georgia guff that um, USC can't beat Georgia, so they don't belong in the playoffs. Maybe they won't beat Georgia. Nevertheless, if you're not thankful, <laughs> I'm going to keep coming back. If you're not thankful to be in this position right now 
as opposed to a year from now? Because that's when everyone expected or anticipated USC football to get back on, on track, to put the train going forward. There, everyone thought there would be some hiccups this year. A lot of roster movement, portal, transfers. Um, well, again, if you're not thankful for where we're at right now, you have issues. I want to say thank you to uh, Kayla Williams for making every offensive snap a play to look forward to. The last time USC had a player this dynamic where every time he had the ball in his hands, you kind of held your breath, Reggie Bush. That's when he played at USC. Well, um, Caleb is also probably the leading Heisman candidate this year. So uh, as long as he continues to impress with the way he's playing, um, I feel confident that he's going to be in New York. He'll have an invite to the Heisman ceremony. Let's just leave it there. I mean, let's go over Caleb's numbers real quick. Through 11 games, he has 33 touchdowns and three interceptions. He's 250 for 385 yard, uh, 250 for 385 passing attempts. That's 65% completion percentage. Okay, done. 3,480 yards. Oh, and by the way, he's also rushed for uh, 316 yards and 88 carries, seven touchdowns. Um, those are crazy stats. You want another crazy stat? This USC team on offense has not fumbled the ball all year. Let's go one more game. Let's let's go through the entire regular season without a fumble. It's amazing. Uh, so Caleb, you know, he's accounted for 40 total touchdowns in 11 games so far at USC. Do the math. It's not quite four game, but he's almost there. Um, USC has had five consecutive games where they've scored 40 points or more. That's the most since 2003, uh, when they had seven consecutive 40-plus point games. And uh, like I said, this is a championship-caliber team. That team in 2003, they ended up splitting the national championship with LSU. Uh, that's not going to happen this year. Promise. Uh, it can't happen. The playoffs. BCS era was back then. We now have the playoffs. And I, I just don't see... <laughs> um, Georgia losing to LSU uh, with Brian Kelly and Jaden Daniels playing quarterback. That Georgia defense is just too good. And um, Jaden Daniels has gotten better as the season went along, but he's not that great of a college quarterback. Athletic, can make a lot of plays. Um, I think he'll probably make an NFL roster too just because of his athleticism, but it's not going to be a quarterback. My opinion, obviously. Uh, after Caleb Williams, look, it's I, I, I've mentioned this throughout the week. Uh, it's been 20 years since uh, Carson Palmer started uh, USC's Heisman run. They had three in a four-year span starting in 2002. It's 20 years later. Well, <clears throat> history often repeats itself. So uh, after Caleb does his best Carson Palmer imitation against Notre Dame this year, 425 yards, four touchdowns, yada, yada, yada. Um, 
and then he's pretty much going to be guaranteed the Heisman. It will be hard not to give it to him. There's just there's a storyline here that Hollywood loves, I think TV loves, and everybody wants USC to be back in that limelight. Even the haters, they won't admit it, but they want it. They want USC back there. Again, college football is better with USC when they're good, and it's better when Notre Dame is good. If you want to keep tradition in college football, you need these schools, these programs, to have less peaks and valleys. In other words, much more peaks, less valleys. And uh, I think USC is back on their way. I'm thankful for, uh, oh, and like I said, when Caleb wins the Heisman, bringing number eight back to USC, they might as well just take Reggie's out of the basement at Heritage Hall, dust it off, put it right next to it. It's time. There's nothing the NCAA can do to USC. Not a thing. So instead of rolling over, put it back out there. I think it's a great storyline. Let's see what the NCAA has to say about it. Force the issue, Mike Bone and USC. Make it happen. Please. And thank you. <laughs> uh, I want to be, I'm extremely thankful for the running backs and Coach Kyle McDonald. I mean, the way this team, the physicality that they run with, the emotion, the passion. I mean, thank you, Travis Dye. Uh, thank you, Austin Jones. Thank you, Ray Lee Brown. Thank you, Darwin Barlow, for making, it might not be tailback you, um, the way people remember it, but you guys brought back a running game that Trojan football fans can appreciate. And again, not one fumble all season long. Fantastic job. Fight on. Thankful to Jordan Addison coming on over. And there were, and there were, the entire wide receiving and the tight end core. You are making this season a lot of fun to watch. Being able to see Kyle Ford have a strong season. Taj Washington, not so much subjugate his game, but understand his role and enjoy it. Just like I said, to see, to see Jordan Addison come in, to see Terrell Bynum come in, to see Brendan Rice come in. All these players came to USC. Well, they didn't have to. They could have gone to a place where they probably might have had a, people would have thought they'd had a better chance to win. I'm thankful for the USC offensive line, keeping Caleb upright and doing so he can do what he does best. But I, I it was nice to see USC have an offensive line that is respected. That people say, hey, you know what? They got some NFL talent on that on that line. So kudos to Coach Josh Henson. Thank you for making the USC offensive line a physical force to deal with. That was just for the offense. That's how thankful I am. We're, there's a lot to be thankful for this Thanksgiving holiday. But as we stay thankful for everything, also, you want to head on over to uh, betonline.net because they are your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. We've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those over there at BetOnline as well. 
We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. All right, defense. I'm thankful for you too. Very thankful. It the numbers might not support it, but you know what? I'll take serviceable, the opportunistic, and I'll take a defense that leads the country in plus minus. You're getting the job done. You're doing what it by any means necessary to make sure USC continues on their winning ways. I'm thankful for Tuli Tuiapolotu for leading the nation in sacks. I'm thankful for Coach Sean Nua coming over from Michigan and showing that he's probably deserving of the Frank Broyles Award for the top assistant. It's no coincidence that he uh, had the number one top defensive lineman at Michigan last year. I think he has it this year as well. Oh, there's a lot of great defensive linemen out there um, across the country. But let's uh, let's let's tip our hat to uh, to Thule. Goes by one name, just Tuli. Um, like I mentioned, I'm thankful for their plus minus. They lead the nation. I'm grateful and very thankful for Eric Gentry and his passion and watching him hop out onto the field on one leg, <coughs> excuse me, trying to get his team <coughs> to step up and get that stop when he couldn't be on the field. That is fun to see. And I, yeah, USC didn't get the stop. They lost by one point to Utah. But what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I'm thankful for the way that team continued to fight after that loss because they could have gone to the tank. Those are, those, those are real gut punches. And USC stepped up and they just went on and kept winning. Thank you. I'm thankful for Corey Foreman. I'm thankful for Corey not allowing the Bruins to ruin USC season. It's, uh, USC is, they, they still have Notre Dame ahead. So the magic is still out there. But again, Corey Foreman gets a lot of crit criticism. And a lot of it's, you know, he'll, he'll probably be the first one to admit that he needs to get better and become the player that everybody knows he can be. What he did against UCLA is the first step. Keep going, Corey. We're all rooting for you. Thank you for beating the Bruins. Um, I'm thankful for the chance to see Solomon Tuliaupupu solo play an entire season of football at USC. It's pretty cool. Um, what else am I thankful for? Sorry if I get a little emotional here. Uh, I'm thankful to Alex Grinch. I haven't mentioned you yet. For seeing something in that young man in solo. Moving him to the D-line and giving him that opportunity to play football at USC. There was, it, you know, Lincoln Riley, he kind of said, hey, solo, you got to show me. This is what college football is all about. It's special. It really is. These types of stories. And I hope USC fans can appreciate it. Um, I'm thankful for everyone, for every single one of those 18 interceptions that 
the USC defense uh, created this year. And uh, if they uh, force Notre Dame to throw the ball, their quarterback, Drew Pine, maybe they're going to be adding to this number. We'll see. Hopefully, right? USC's defense has been very opportunistic this year. That's not stopped now. I'm thankful for Shane Lee, linebacker, using the transfer portal and bringing that winning locker room culture from Alabama to USC. That he is he this year, even with a I don't know broken thumb, whatever the injury was, um, what he has shown and what he's shown the team in the locker room and what he's shown everybody else on the on the field. Um, it 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 shows why he was so highly recruited at Alabama, and what he's brought to the locker room is so much more important than the the plays he makes on the field. That's just you know cherry on the Sunday. Um, you know those interceptions are great. Those big thud something tackles where you know other guys just like oh not that guy again. Those are fun to watch. But when you can come in and help change a locker room's culture, show them what it takes to win. Coaches, there's just not enough of those types of players on a tree. Uh, it, it, that type of passion, wherewithal, um, it makes up for the lack of talent some might, someone might have. And uh, Shane Lee is full of passion, energy, and a winning culture. Thank you, Shane. I'm thankful for Dennis Lynch's 49-yard field goal against UCLA. And I'm also thankful for Chip Kelly calling the timeout. You guys, you got to learn. Time and place. And again, just a reminder, final score, USC 48, UCLA 45. Field goal difference. Just saying. You don't call the timeout. Who knows how this game ends? Um, look, there's a there's a lot to be thankful about, and I and I kind of just feel like I'm rambling. I'm just riffing right now. Um, the bottom line is this, and again, I'm going to apologize in advance if I get emotional. But watching this team achieve what they have so far, and knowing how close they are to being undefeated. Man, even look, I, I I know a loss to Notre Dame Saturday would sting, but regardless, it's it's not going to erase everything else that this team has accomplished. It's it's impossible. Um, I look for me. Um, I, I think we've come to appreciate Lincoln Riley's. Uh, he's day to day when it comes to the injury report, so. Just a reminder from me, um, appreciate today, because yesterday's history, tomorrow's a mystery, today's the present. Enjoy it. Enjoy what Lincoln Riley and this football team is providing for you. Uh, I mean, it's, it is the greatest Thanksgiving gift I, I think USC fans could have received this year, because... I don't think anybody anticipated um, USC football offering us this opportunity to make the playoffs in 2022. 
to pretty special year. Make sure you say thank you. All right, real quick, before we get out of here and go get stuffed on this Thanksgiving holiday, uh, just quickly, I know everybody's not a basketball fan. I am, and I'm going to make you one. It kills me. Um, but the men's basketball team, they improved to 4-1. and one. Um, They held on to beat BYU in the battle for Atlantis out there in the Bahamas on Wednesday afternoon. Uh, they held on to beat them 82-76. to 76. They had an 18-point lead with like four and a half, five minutes left in the game. And then, uh, it's, it's I don't know, they tightened up down the stretch and with no true point guard and, and too many missed three throws. As you can see, they held on to win 82-76. to 76. Uh, There was a, a late three. It was actually, I don't know, 82-73. to 73, So that final score is a little bit more cosmetic. The point being, it shouldn't even have been cosmetic nine points. It should have been 18, 20 or more. Look, um, Andy's going to have to get it figured out because their next opponent is number 22, Tennessee. Uh, and I know they were upset earlier in the year, this young season, by Colorado. Um, but it, it, I don't know. I don't want to get come down too hard on this team. It's early. They're trying to get, you know, find their new identity. <laughs> Um, so we'll see how this team does with Boogie, Boogie Ellis, Andrew Peterson uh, leading them. Uh, Josh Morgan in the middle had a really nice game, by the way, double double before I think he fouled out. Uh, but this team just needs to continue to get better every game and play with confidence down the stretch. Figure it out. <sighs> Man, I hope I'm not catching a cold. I apologize for all the sniffling. Anyways, uh, one last time. Thank you for making Locked on USC your first listen every day. For your second listen today, you know, you're sitting around doing nothing, check out Locked on Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked on can provide. Locked on Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, short show. I apologize for not taking you through 30 minutes, but... We still got one more show to do this week, right? Leading into the game against Notre Dame. But once again, have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And a very special thank you from me and Locked On USC Sports and WeRSC.com. Um, thanks, everybody, for uh, giving me the opportunity. It's very much appreciated.